welcome back to Eat Crime Bites Season 2, Episode 11. We're talking about Danielle Miller and her $1.2 million of COVID loan fraud. Act 1, which if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put a little thing you can click on up here to go back to Act 1 if you're just jumping in. We introduced you to all the victims and what happened to those victims. We're now in Act 2, and we call this one, there's a post for that because, of course, Danny Miller couldn't just do crime. She did crime and she posted about it on Instagram. And we're going to take a look at some of these pictures of her crimes. So we last left you. We were talking about some victims and we talked about LMS. Most of our last act, we briefly talked about this other victim called KE, but we didn't tell you much about her. Now we're going to tell you a little bit about her. She's a resident of Wisconsin. Now KE she reported an unauthorized credit card open in her name, as well as unauthorized rental of a Zipcar vehicle in Miami, Florida. According to Zipcar, it was a 2020 Honda Civic and it was rented via mobile application on or about November 13th of 2020 in the name of victim KE. Now, this is the interesting technical tangent here. Zipcar explained that in order to rent a car, I've never done this, so this is new to me. You're not only forced to upload the front and back of your driver's license, which kind of makes sense if you're going to be driving and renting a car, but you also have to upload a selfie of yourself. And then Zipcar has this authentication feature, which is facial recognition, and it runs it across the photographs to determine whether or not they matched. And when Zipcar did this, it said the license that we got and the selfie that we got, they matched. Okay. So from a security standpoint, what they're trying to do there is show that the person that's in possession of the card also is the person on the card. Okay. So this is a real neat, tricky way of doing that. The pitfall to this is if you have a fake card, but it's really you on the selfie, all that's going to look real and it's going to come out, you know, thumbs up and you're going to match, right? Even though it's a fake driver's license. And that's what I think happened here in this particular case. The driver's license that was uploaded to Zipcar was a Wisconsin driver's license. Makes sense. That's where KE's from. It's in the name of KE, had a date of birth of 1990, a, a date in 1990. And the, the card holder was identified as being five, seven tall. So five foot, seven inches tall. The photograph on the license and the selfie photograph that was sent there was of a woman with dark hair and long eyelashes. Okay. Keep that in mind here because when they went and checked KE because KE is a real person in the national law enforcement telecommunication system. KE's 5'3", so that's four inches shorter than the person listed on this other driver's license. And also, KE has blonde, brown hair, and blue eyes. So nothing like the person that is on the card in the selfie that was sent to Zipcar. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about this. So our victim KE, again, a resident of Wisconsin, um... We had an agent review the TD Bank records for a different account here ending in uh, 0862. 
in the name of KKE, which reflects the date of birth, 1990, and an address at 60 Southwest down in Florida. Now, the TD Bank records for this reflect state of Arizona benefit payments in the amount of $6,200 between August and September of 2020. Now, KE indicated she did not apply for any Arizona unemployment benefits. So we're hoping getting like a feel here that, um, you know, we had a random you know, victim here who is basically their their identities being used to move money around in obviously a fraudulent manner. TD Bank accounts, um, TD Bank, excuse me, TD Bank, sorry, again, TD Bank records for that account ending in 0862 also show that on August 1 of 2020, and again, August 4th of 2020, this account was accessed via the same IP address Keith mentioned earlier. Not a coincidence. Yeah, the one ending in Dot 194. Yeah. So additionally, TD Bank records for account ending in 0862 show four money orders made out to KE that were deposited into the account via ATM deposits. The money orders were stamped Publix 1009 and were in the amounts of 500, 500, 500, and 400 and dated July 29th of 2020. Now, the purchaser's signature is not legible on any of the images. And the agent believed that the same person uh, is impersonating both LMS and KE. We know this, of course, is in fact the case. So usually when you're an investigator and you have some information that we've introduced to you so far, you take these pieces of information and you go to your data sources and you kind of pull, well, if you're talking about a sweater, you would pull a thread of a sweater, right? And that thread would eventually just get longer and longer and longer and the the sweater unravels and that's what an investigator sort of does in the digital sense where they just go pick that piece of information and they pull on that thread until there's no more sweater left one of the things that they could do is they have this ip address so immediately they can go to this motor vehicle system and they say show us any account that has ever been accessed by this dot 194 address because if it's been accessed something bad may have happened well when they did that immediately came back 27 different accounts were accessed by that ip address between august 1st and august 5th of 2020 which is a very short time span for a lot of people now assuming that there's an individual behind all that accessing these 27 accounts they're going to have access to an enormous amount of pii or personally identifiable information the type of information you would need to fill out loan information or you know state unemployment benefits or you know, anything else that you would want to get money for pretty much now they started pulling on that thread they said okay well now we have 27 names let's figure out out of these 27 names who's victims and how bad they're victimized and all that kind of stuff and they started pulling on those 27 threads and they figured out that in 10 of those 27 instances, 10 of them were used for fraudulent loans. And they all came back to this IP address that ends in dot 194 within minutes of accessing them. So not even days, but I mean, it's, it's accessed and then the crime happens. So HSI, and we talked about this earlier. You asked me which agents HSI, Seth, I have it on the slide. Thank you. <laughs> so HSI finds more victims. They go out there and basically look at that IP address, see who's who's else is submitting these idle loans. And they found that there was one particular idle loan that was in the amount of 
$125,000. So we're talking about loans that are huge, in my opinion. I mean, these are, these are big loans that one individual is getting, Danielle Miller, behind the scenes. Now, when you take all the loans that she applied for, whether or not they were approved or not, it added up to more than $900,000, so almost a million dollars. And we kept saying $1.2 million throughout here, and that's because she had other schemes in that that dollar amount. So at the end, it actually add up to 1.2. But this specific this specific type of loan, the idle loan, was $900,000. That was uh, the lion's share of her scheme. There were a couple other things that she did. So in some times it's in her victim's names, she would sign up for unemployment benefits just to make more money. And you're gonna see later on that she actually herself signed up for unemployment benefits through some of these states. And that helped identify her as well. So Miller is finally identified at this point. A review of the TD Bank records for account number ending in 1010 uh, in the name of LMS revealed that the account was associated with an address in the Miami, Florida area and that account transactions took place primarily in Florida at the Publix. Um, among these transactions uh, was one that was posted on September 4th of 2020 titled debit card purchase, AUT, blah, 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 Visa, DDA, blah, 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 global, in the amount of $2,390. So this is via a company called Exo Global. Exo Global is a private aviation company that caters to businesses and individuals. Yeah, which actually seems, now, I, if we could pause there for a second, that actually seems kind of cheap because- We've seen other cases where there's a lot more money spent, yeah. And Bryant, like, this is $2,390. This wouldn't even cover the, the limo rides in the Bryant or the fuel that we about yeah. <laughs> or the food. Yeah. That was like, I think 20 or 30 grand a pop every time they went somewhere. So information provided by XO global indicated that this charge related to a flight that was booked in the name of LS on September 4th of 2020 with a departure date of September 9th from Lauderdale in Florida to Van Nuys, California, which sounds awfully cheap. That's a cross country flight. Maybe because it was the heart of COVID and they were deafened for any business. I don't know. Exo Global provided a photograph of the identification uh, the customer used, which appeared to be a Massachusetts license in the name of LMS. The agent reviewed the photograph and believed the license was counterfeit. It was, as certain security features were missing. Lines were blurred. The photograph did not depict the victim. LMS, instead, the driver's license photograph depicted a female with dark hair and long eyelashes with a listed height of 5'7". Addition, additionally, rather, the document had an issue date of June 30th of 2020 and an expiration date of November 7th of 2020. Five months? Yeah, usually you see them, what, like 10 years at a clip, right? So that was also, I mean, good for that person for actually examining the driver's license. So, again, more threads to the sweater. They went and looked at ATM footage because you have these debit cards and so forth. And they identified the same woman in this ATM footage as being the same woman in these driver's licenses that we've seen with these victims. The bank, the 1010 TD bank account, that's kind of the main account that she seemed to use, had this one particular charge that says the Beverly Hills Hotel, Beverly Hills, California. Okay, that's kind of specific, and I imagine not a lot of people in the world can probably afford to go to the Beverly Hills Hotel in Beverly Hills, California. 
So I think the agents locked onto this thread in the sweater and started pulling on it a little more to see what they could figure out. They also found another charge within like nine days of this at another high-end luxury hotel. It was a $5,500 charge of this place. And I'm gonna apologize if I murder the name, but it looks like it's Petit Hermitage. That's how I would And it's a luxury it. hotel in West, West Hollywood, California. So these two hotels, this is where there's a Instagram post for that. So again, another thread, we're gonna pull on this until we can pull the thread and the sweater disappears. The agent went out there and said, I'm going to look for information about who was visiting this hotel. And he or she ran into this Instagram posts and the user name has changed since then. I'll just read it to you. So you know what it is. It's K I L L A D M I L L A Kilamila. And on September 10th, 2020 has a picture of this woman in front of a white Rolls Royce at the Beverly Hills hotel. It's like this pink peach building. And I'm, I'm going to put a picture, the actual Instagram picture on the screen for our video viewers now. And the agent says, this is, I believe this woman that I see in this picture because I've, she, the agent can see it with their eyes. And the agent has also seen all these driver's license. They said, this looks like the same woman to me that's been perpetrating all these different crimes. Now, if you get the chance, I have these links in, in all these episodes that we do go to her Instagram posts and just read the comments because people are fucking hilarious. The one I'm putting on your screen right now, I don't even have half the funny comments on there, but it's like, Hey, I had to hear you give all that shit back when the law caught up with you and it comments of those effect where I was just laughing half the time trying to make these, uh, screen captures, but I have probably the main image that the agents use right there, where it's clearly says the Beverly Hills and it's the hotel on the side there. She's in this blue suit looking thing. And there's a white Rolls Royce there. It's a very expensive looking picture. I'll tell you that much. Now that's not enough. The agent says, Hey, I looked around a little farther on that, that Instagram profile, some interesting shit. Like for instance, there was this other post. That was geotagged with the location of this luxury hotel, the Petit Hermitage, and included a photograph of a woman standing in a wallpaper room holding a handbag. Now, I'm not a fashion person, but I do know from her comment in here, she says it's a Birkin bag. I know from my hip hop music that Birkin bags are expensive. So I imagine this is another very expensive picture that I have on the screen for you. I wouldn't know it. I was just looking at it, I was kind of like, hey, this woman's holding the bag. But when I did the research behind the scene, it's a very expensive bag is what I've learned. Now, as you see, now we have two images that basically, this is a smoking gun, right? I mean, if this was a murder scene, she'd be standing there with blood on one hand and a gun in the other, but it's electronic crime. So it's a little sexier. It's a Rolls Royce and a, an expensive handbag. And again, the the comments are funny because everybody's kind of like, ah, you had to give that shit back, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Commenters so, are the worst. You go there, you go to her profile, and I'm going to go ahead and pop her profile, Instagram, like the public portion of it on the screen for you. Now her name's different. And that's why I said, I read it for you earlier. Now her name on Instagram is the Danielle 
Nicole, Nicole Miller. Miller all squished together. So it looks like her name had changed over time. Now this is what Seth, this is what stumped me. This woman is a quote unquote Instagram influencer with 64 fucking posts, but she has almost 35,000 followers. And I'm like, how does that ratio happen? That's like RazzleCon having 45 videos, but what was it? 35,000 followers. It's just well, insane. When you're a criminal, they want to see it. Yeah. And, and she says in her description, just so you're, you're very clear here. She wants you to be very clear. Her description says, I am not an influencer. And then it just says NYC is I'm like New York city. And just to give you a flavor of her pictures, I'm not going to show you all of them. I just kind of show you the best of them here. Not all of them are her making out with her friends. Here's one of her on a car that clearly shows she's in fucking Florida because it has a Florida license plate under her feet there. And that's why I showed this picture to show she clearly is in Florida, even though she's geotagging around the world. This is a BMW. Here's her in, I don't know, like a restaurant, like a deli or like diner of some sort. Um, and then here's her and her friend. This was the one, this is literally one of the middle pictures of her kissing her friend. And I was like, Oh, that's going to become our thumbnail. And all of them, again, I have very funny comments that you'll have to go through. If you want to check out her profile again, linked through our episode information. So with that, we're going to pause here at the end of act two. So we got you to the point of them knowing it's Danielle Miller. Now let's catch her in act three. So if there's anything you liked in this act, please like, and subscribe, whatever, whatever application you're on. If there's stars, if there's a follow or like button, please click it. If you have a description, please type in the description, whatever episode was your favorite. If it's this one, put this title in there. If you haven't been to our website, please do visit it. It's ecrimebytes, bite spell the computer way, be wise and yellow milk, tes.com. And with that, Seth and I hope you come back tomorrow and catch us on Act Three with Danielle Miller is Cut. Thanks. Mm -hmm.